Happiness is an inside job. At Happy Healthy You, Connie Bowman helps us find our way with inspiring conversations and healthy ideas for living a whole life in mind, body, and spirit. Happy Healthy You. And now, here's Connie. Welcome to Happy Healthy You, the podcast. And if you've been listening to this podcast for the last few years, you know, you know that I only talk to the coolest people. (laughs) I talk to people who are full of good vibes, good energy, who are just putting really uh, good stuff out into the world. And today is no different. Today I'm talking to Suzanne Brown. She is a health educator at a human performance company. For a long time, she believed that wellness was really about being a healthy weight with good biometric values, which, yeah, that that sounds right. But soon she realized, after some reflection, that wellness wasn't so much about not being sick and about just having a great bod, but it was more about having a positive approach to living. And uh, then she started exploring ways to find that. So Suzanne, thank you so much for coming on Happy Healthy You to talk about what you learned about living a happy and healthy life and how it isn't just having a beautiful bod, right? Thank <laughs> Although you that's so nice. much for having me because I, I didn't know any better. <laughs> and I've been doing this for years and I was wondering what I was missing and I finally figured it out. Cool. Well, first of all, let's talk about what you're a health educator. So talk about that a little bit and how you got into the field and what your idea of health and wellness was prior to this project that we're going to talk about, this passion project. So I work for a human performance company and we go to companies and we run biometric screenings on people and we teach them. What we do is we go to big companies and we run blood panels on their employees and we teach them you know what does high cholesterol mean what does high blood sugar mean and to me that was the be all end all for five years um because i thought you know here it is we're teaching people how to be healthy and there's a big chunk missing it wasn't so much about having the perfect numbers it was definitely about knowing what your numbers mean but it was about really living life it wasn't about a healthy weight and and no yeah, good no because you know there's no book anywhere that says that you have to weigh a certain amount to be healthy. There's no magic number. The magic number or the secret sauce is how you feel about yourself. Yeah, isn't that true? I looked at myself and I should have been ecstatic because my numbers are great um, and I was doing everything I was supposed to do and I was doing life right but I wasn't happy. I didn't know what was missing. I had no idea why some people could just look around and go, yeah, this is cool. And I'd be like, okay, it's coolish. But I didn't feel it. I didn't feel it in my heart. And I didn't know how to feel. Have you ever heard that old adage, when you've got your health, you've got everything? (laughs) Absolutely. And I I, I didn't know what I was missing. Um, So I I decided um, one thing that they say, all the time at work is it starts inside. You know, whatever you need to do and you need to do well, it starts from inside. It starts from your heart. Um, so I, I decided that for a year I was going to handwrite someone a note and let them know that they were important to me and that I loved them and that I cared about them. And 
by doing that, I was going to learn to care and to love and to see joy and to feel what I was missing. So let's go back just a little bit. Were you raised writing thank you notes? <laughs> no, <laughs> I wasn't raised hugging. I, I know. I was terrified. I, I you know, I'm, I'm really big on, you know, winking and high-fiving, but getting in there and getting gritty yeah. was terrifying. Yeah, yeah. So where did the idea for this thank you note project come? Well, you know, it's the, it was the year of everybody was buzzing about gratitude. You know, that was like the big buzzword. And everybody's like, you know, I'm grateful for this, 100 happy days. And I can take a picture of something pretty every day. But that didn't make me feel joy. It didn't make me feel super happy. It didn't make me feel like I owned it. Um, so I wanted to take it a step further. And I wanted to, to recognize what made me happy. Um, and I knew it was going to require me being conscious and, and aware and look for stuff. And it was really scary. In 2016, you decided you were going to write someone a thank you note every single day. That's like 365 days. I, don't, I can't even think of 365 people that I could write to. But I guess you got pretty, uh, after a while, you probably were writing to uh, people who weren't really close friends and relatives, right? Well, they are now. <laughs> they are now. That's cool. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah. And and it was the whole idea of, of actually, you know, pulling out your pen and paper and preparing for it and putting a stamp on it and making it a part of my day. Um, and it was huge. It was such uh, a crazy, crazy project. And, and I want everybody to sit down and write thank you notes because the next thing you know you start seeing things that you don't even know exist they're right there in front of your nose there's so much good and kindness and caring and you miss it if you're not paying uh, there's attention so many to it. things i love about this um i i'm a big proponent of of finding the good in everything and and really honing a grateful a sense of gratitude a gratitude attitude um, but I, I can't imagine this project. So let's talk about some of the first letters that you wrote and see if you can reflect back to those first few letters and talk about that experience. Okay. The first one I wrote was to my son. And he is in college now. But when he was in high school, we were not good friends. Um, and it's it's no secret. We... Did, we did not click. Um, we, he wanted to be a teenager and I wanted to be in charge and, and it didn't work for us. Um, but at the time he was doing exactly what he needed to be doing. He was excelling in college and he was doing great in sports and he was headed towards the best him he could possibly be. And it's easy to say that to you now, but at the time I was terrified to say that to him in writing. Uh, and I did. I, I wrote down, I'm proud of you. I love you. And I let it go. And the funniest thing was, on my birthday, six months later, I got a card from him for the first time in my life. And that card said, I love you and I'm proud of you. Aww. And we thought the same thing about each other, but we were both too scared. We didn't feel safe. Yeah. That's beautiful. I have to say, I'm very grateful for the bird singing in the background of your... <laughs> sounds so nice. <laughs> you must be sitting outside. It sounds beautiful. I'm sitting outside on top of my house in my oasis. Yes. Oh, awesome. 
Awesome. Okay, so the first letter was for your son. How appropriate. That's good. And as you went on, were the people less and less familiar? And and how did that go? Give us a little sort of recap. Oh, well, it it started to get easier. Um, and, and I'm a runner. And so, so first of all, I was thinking, you know, maybe it's like running. The first time you run a mile, it's hard. Mm-hmm. You don't know how to do it. And it's scary. And maybe after you do it 30 times, it's easier. But I don't think that that's what happened. I think it became easier because I learned how to care mm-hmm. and how to express it and how to put my heart out there and, and say, you know, here it is. Love you. And nobody rejected it for a whole year. Nobody said you're weird. Nobody said freak. They were just like, this is great. Now, did you hear back from everyone that you wrote to? I did not, but it, it wasn't about them. It was about me. So, you know, the ones I heard back from were, were just precious and charming and sweet and wonderful. Um, but the ones I didn't hear back from were fine. It didn't matter. Mm, that's cool. Can you talk about some of the letters that, um, and maybe the responses that really stand out for you that where, you know, yes. we, ha- we have these experiences in life and sometimes they are, well, Oprah called them aha moments. I call them sort of mini transformations, conversions. I mean, whatever you call it, there are things that happen that sort of tur- a light is turned on. And, and were there certain ones that sort of elicited that experience? Yeah, there were, um, my next door neighbor, uh, is an older lady and, um, she was having a knee replacement. She would never get healthy. And I always took her trash down to the street on trash day. And one day I saw her pushing her trash can back up the driveway. And I went out and I taped a note to the trash can. And and I said, you know, I saw you and you're trying and you're going to be independent and you're, you're going to make it, you're going to be okay. And I didn't think anything about it. I just went to work the next day and forgot all about it. She came over to the house a few weeks later and knocked on the door, which she had never done before. And she said, Hey, you know, you saved my life. I said, I saved your life. How? And she said, I, I didn't want to get better. I was taking too many pain pills and I didn't think anybody cared about me. Hmm. And you saved my life that day. And I was like, you're absolutely kidding. That's awesome. Wow. Wow. Do you have any more that stand out? Uh, there's so many. There's 365 yeah, of them. Everything yeah, cool. that I did had an aha moment attached to it in, in some way. And and you start looking around and you're like, God, there's so many magical moments in every single day. And if you don't look for them, if you don't appreciate them, if you don't say, hey, thank you, you miss it. Yeah, totally. Um, one night I was sitting in a hotel and I was, I was sad and I was writing one of my friends. And when I was writing her, I was thinking about all the fun things that we had done in our friendship and all the crazy trips that we had taken. And, and then I forgot about it. I, I mailed it and moved on. Um, but while I was writing it, I realized I wasn't lonely. Mm. I realized that there were people that loved me everywhere and that, that it wasn't about being in a hotel by myself. It was more about realizing that people cared that I was around and they, they embraced that and cherished that too. But what happened was when she got the letter, she started reliving all those memories as well. Mm. 
And so it was almost like I wrote a letter and then all of a sudden she was like, oh, wow, I remember that. And then she wrote a letter. And the next thing you know, we're reliving all these great things that we had done over the years. It was so much fun. Oh, that's very cool. Very cool. And uh, did you write to anyone that you had a conflict with? I did. Absolutely. I I did. I I wrote to all kinds of people. Um, let me think of one. I'm, like, I, I'm just thinking, like, how did it go? <laughs> I'm wondering. Like, did you have any old boyfriends or any old, you know, that you had had had, you know, maybe some turmoil <laughs> in the relationship? <laughs> um. Huh, let me think of a good one. Um, I, I wrote to so many people. Um, well, you mentioned your son. I mean, that was that was a turnaround. That was a total flip because um, we we were night and day, and, and you you would have bet that he would graduate and go his own way, and we would exchange Christmas cards. And we're really good friends now. That's cool. Um, Very cool. Yeah, I um, I learned that my dad loves noisy cards, you know, and he's getting older. Um, and I hate noisy cards, you know, the cards that you get in the mail and they're lumpy and you know, when you open it, it's going to play a song that oh, you right, hate. Right. I was like noisy cards. What is a noisy card? Yeah. The ones that oh, play the music. Okay. Right. So he thinks that those are magical. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> he logically, he knows they're not, but he, he loves a noisy card. And so I don't even have to be there with them. To see in my head the look on his face when he opens up a card and hears, you know, good golly, Miss Molly or something. And he will play that card for everyone he sees until that card stops playing noise. That's very cool. Very cool. It is so cool. And because I, I don't have to be there to know the effect that I have on him, but also the effect that I have on all of his friends. All of a sudden, his friends know that someone loves him. Mm. That's sweet. I just love this idea. I love it so much. And I think all it's almost a lost art, the art of um, sending a note of gratitude and sending even just writing a letter in the mail is so and, and we used to do it all the time growing up. My grandparents lived far away. And I got a couple letters a week because um, that's just what we did. And um, well, and you didn't think it was important then because that was what you did. But now if you take a risk and you send someone a letter today, you'll hear back from them and they'll be like, that's the coolest thing ever. Yeah, yeah, I love it. So as you got toward the end of the year, were you struggling to find people to send thank you notes to? Or were you just getting yeah. in the groove so much that you were like, yeah, I'll send it to the grocery, the guy at the grocery store? <laughs> I sent them to the craziest people. I, I I would see somebody that was nice to me and I'd be like, oh, here, here's a thank you. Know? And they went, what? <laughs> and I'm like, no, no, seriously, I want you to know that you make a difference and, and it's important for me to tell you that. Mm, and they would stop what they were doing and go, that is so cool. You, you really are nervy. <laughs> no, I mean, it's important to me. It's not about you. It's about me. I, will, I need to know that people um, feel like they're valued. Um, but yeah, towards the end, I was thinking, I can't wait to be done with this because I'm running out of cards. Um, but it, it didn't end. I'm still writing them. Mm, very cool. I, 
it's so cool. And see people now and I'm like, oh, what a nice person. And then I, I'm probably going to write you one. Oh, sweet. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, just to share maybe a little bit of what you learned about yourself and also what you learned about other people and their um, ability to receive gratitude and thanks okay. and love. Yeah. So what I learned about myself was that I was on autopilot. And I think that a lot of people are, um, you know, we wake up and we go through life and we do what we're supposed to do. Um, and we do it well, right? Are you happy? Uh huh. <laughs> Did you pay your taxes? Yep. Did you get to work on them? Uh huh. Right. And you, you don't stop and recognize what makes you excited? What makes you jazzed? What makes you, you, you know, what, what is the you factor? What's your secret sauce that makes you different than everyone else? Um, and I had to find mine again. And, and I'm glad that I did because the second I realized that I could be the best me by being unique and, and myself instead of just the zombie doing what I was supposed to do. Um, it was really easy to love other people and really love them. Um, and it became, it was weird at first, but, but now it's really easy to have super deep conversations with my friends, um, where before I'd be like, Oh, Hey, how are you? Good. But now I can get in there and get really, really deep with it. You know, tell me, tell me how that makes you feel. Tell me, you know, why are you there? What do you want to do? And that's what life is about is having those close connections that make you grow as a person, but also as a community. Mm, I love that. I love that. So what did you learn about other people and their ability to receive your, <laughs> your gratitude? Your... I learned, um, and, and when I first started writing them, I was doubtful, but I learned that every person likes to get something in the mail. Every person loves to get something in the mail. And I also learned that everybody that I talked to for 365 days wants to be told that they matter. Um, and not in an insincere way. They want, they want somebody to go, you know what, that's cool. And you're cool because of this. Um, and the second you, you identify that, but you mean it and you tell them all of a sudden they start believing it too, you know? And I feel like it's been a spiral effect that maybe my zombie status, um, is gone, but maybe some other people are, are reflecting on that too. And maybe they're changing and maybe I'm, I'm challenging them. I did hear from, um, from a doctor that I work with and he said, you know what, you make me want to be better and more passionate and more caring. Hmm. And I was like, that's cool. There you go. If you can make one doctor more compassionate and more caring, <laughs> no, there's plenty of doctors out there that are, but good for you. Yeah, good but, for you. But he was just like, you know what? I see you, but I see you keep, you keep coming back for more. You don't stop. And I said, no, I will not stop. No. Very cool. So what do you hope that people will take away from this experience that you're sharing out in the world? I hope, um, well, my challenge is, is that everybody will stop and write 10 thank you notes to see what happens. Um, maybe 365 is a little extreme, um, but I think that 10 would change the world. And I think that it would change their world. Um, on a couple levels, I think first that it's scary because people aren't used to really putting themselves on the line. Um, and that's where personal growth occurs is when you take a risk, when you say, you know what, you might reject me, but 
this is how I feel. And when you say it once or twice or 10 times or 365 times, you become a different person. Yeah. And what is it about writing versus speaking that um, is so unique in, in our ability to communicate more clearly? Um, well, I can actually tell you, um, I, when you write someone a letter, you're giving them a gift that they can open over and over and over again. And it might make their day the day that they get it in the mail, but it might make their day two years later when they've had a really bad day. Um, and I actually just bought my friend Brenna a box for her letters. And she said, this is the greatest thing ever because now I have a place to put letters from my friends and people that care about me and I can pull them out whenever I'm sad but I have something tangible in my hands and it's my treasure box. And that's the coolest thing. I mean, it's, it's at the, when you write something down, somebody can pull it out and touch it and, and read it and look at the way you, and kind of hearing in their head, how you talk. Mm, I love it. That's so beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. That's a really, I, I, I just thought back to when my daughter was in high school, she had one teacher that was so special. She's still, she's still a good friend of mine. Cause I just love her so much. She would have the kids in the class, um, each write uh, just a short little note about what they appreciated about each kid, like every kid had a certain day when, they, and sometimes it was their birthday, I think, but you know, sometimes their birthdays are in the summer and they're not at school, but each kid had a day and every single person in the class would have to come up with two or three things that they really were appreciative about, uh, about them. And I remember, um, late years later, uh, she was talking about how kids would say that that meant so much to them. Um, just at that time, at that particular time in high school, it's such a vulnerable time and just so sweet. And people, you're right, people do want to be recognized for their goodness and their, even their little, little things that, you know, people wouldn't, a, a lot of people wouldn't even notice. It's so, it's so cool. Well, that's what, that you've done that's this. what it is, is, is we're all vulnerable. Mm -hmm. We're all that high school kid, you know, mm -hmm. we're all scared to death of what we're doing. And, and if you stop for a second and go, Hey, you know, I like the way you blank. Yeah. Then people are going to like, well, you do. That's cool. I'll do it. I'll do it tomorrow. Yeah. Um, yeah. and the next thing you know, people are feeling more valued, but they're also risking their own selves to tell somebody else, you know, yeah. thanks. Thanks for helping me. So you're just starting a ripple effect. So I, have I a hope so. I, I have a really practical question. Um, okay. How did you get everyone's addresses? I mean, that's like the big thing nowadays. Like how we all have their email addresses. And but how did you get people's addresses without seeming like a, you know, a, a stalker, a stalker. Yeah. <laughs> well, and you know, that's, that's part of the challenge. You know, you're going to have to do some research. Um, but I think that also shows people that you cared enough to look right. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. but yeah, I, I looked up where people live. I, I, some people I sent it to their offices, but yeah, I mean, you take the effort to find out where they are. You buy the card that fits them and you put a stamp on it and you mail it. That's that's 25 minutes of your time saying, hey, you're worth it to me. I need for you to know that you matter. Yeah, that's great. That's so great. So what's next for you, Suzanne? So what's next is I'm going to do it again, um, but I'm going to do it in a book form and I'm going to do the responses and the letters 
Um, so you could see, you know, the, the risk, the result, the, what happens next. Um, because each, each letter was a real story, maybe a short story, maybe a crazy story, maybe just a weird story, but, but all of them were really cool events that, that I cherish now. And, um, I, I just I want everybody to have the opportunity to feel that way. Cause I think we stop feeling if we don't take time. Yeah. Well, I'm grateful for you, and I'm sure that the Postal Service is grateful for you. <laughs> so I just thought I was so excited you to know talk what? to you. My postman, I ended up putting flowers in my mailbox one day um, to my postman, and I didn't write him a letter. I just left him flowers, and um, he, he actually came up to the door, and he said, why do you get so much mail? And I told him the story. <laughs> I told him the story and he was like, that's awesome. But why did I get flowers? And so it doesn't have to be about a card. It just has to be an effort. And the flowers look pretty good in my mailbox. So cool. Very cool. Oh, Suzanne. Okay. So we will be on the lookout for your book. And uh, yeah, and I, I'm pretty inspired. Thank you so much for talking to me about this. Thanks so much for listening to it. Uh, a lot of people, when I first brought it up, thought, it was crazy. Um, they made fun of me, but my best friend, Shelly, actually bought me my first stack of cards. Very cool. And she said, I believe in you. Do it. And she was actually the second person that got a letter. So, Yeah. So I, I just think this project is so inspiring, and I hope we inspire some other people to uh, just Take it and run with it and write some thank you notes tomorrow. I'm, I'm Absolutely. Write some thank you notes and post them on Instagram. I want to see them. I oh, want to see okay. what happens. I want to hear um, what happens to change other people's lives. No more zombies. No more zombies. Zombies are out. <laughs> I agree. So should we share your Instagram account in case people want to see some of the letters you've written or... Yes, because they're all on there, okay. and um, and there'll be some video clips up too. Because we're getting ready to start posting responses. Oh, cool. Okay, so what's your Instagram? Yeah. So my Instagram is Fitzus B, or they can follow me at Suzanne Brown on Facebook. But they'll see, um, they'll be able to see some of the letters and some of the stuff that happens. Very cool. Okay, thank you so much, Suzanne. This is great. I'm grateful for this conversation, and um, yeah, I. I am curious if I get a thank you note. I'm wondering how you're going to get my address, but that's a whole nother story. So, well, <laughs> you know, I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good at it. You're pretty good. Okay. Well, we'll have to talk after the podcast. <laughs> thank you, Suzanne. Have a great day and keep up the good writing. Thanks. And you keep up your good work too. You're changing your own world. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm having fun doing it. So it's all good. It's all good. All right, take care. Thank you. Back to Happy, A Journey of Hope, Healing, and Waking Up is a small but powerful book about healing from one of life's greatest tragedies, the loss of a child. It's about love and sadness and being human. The nine lessons in Back to Happy are intended to be food for a broken but awakening soul. Healing from grief and loss is possible. Finding joy again is possible. Back to Happy in paperback, Kindle, and audiobook at Amazon.com. For more information, visit backtohappybook.com.